The Daily Talk Show, Josh and Tommy. Every time we say that, we're trying to say it without sounding like we're some You said anchor. this last time. <laughs> Did oh, I? I said, I no, said yeah, it last time. Okay. Well, I'll never say that again. Welcome back. Yes. Another episode. It's uh, Friday the 26th, uh, public holiday. Uh, Hot as shit where we are, and yep. we're up to episode nine. So we're doing well. Yeah, because uh, we started on a Tuesday. It, yeah. It's very, it's, it's very dead out there. Like, there's no one around. Mm-hmm. I went out for breakfast earlier. Where'd you go? Um, what was it called? Breakfast Thieves. And oh, yeah. I, I got in a situation. What happened? And I felt myself like I felt myself overpower this person who was working there. And then I realized I probably shouldn't have gone that hard. It's the split bill thing. Oh, All right, so I was you with, know how much I fucking hate this. I was with two mates. I wanted to pay for my thing. Uh, the other guys were going to pay together. Yeah. And so it was really just doing two transactions mm-hmm. I only wanted to pay 17 bucks yeah. and she said nah there's no um, split bill I said oh well we don't have cash so I'm afraid you're going to have to do it <laughs> and she's like oh well we do-. and I said well look I'm just paying for this so that's $17 yeah. and she said oh but and I said well here's my card and I just kind of facilitated it and she was so awkward about it and I, and I got her there and I paid for my seventeen dollars, and it wasn't that hard, and didn't need her to put up put up that front. Why do like uh, I? F- I don't think that there's any reason to do that. Well, uh, there's another place, Pavlov's Duck. These are all in Collingwood, mm-hmm. and <laughs> my mate blew up. Didn't go back for a year to this joint. Went back a year later. They split bills. We split bills was a sign. Really? So yeah. Well, they, so they, like, it is just. Yeah, maybe some systems make it hard. Cheerio mm. was fucking great that we went to in Richmond today this morning. No problem at all. There, this is like the um, what's what's the system where you're being the honesty system. Yeah, honesty policy. We just had our, the producer from the um, the bedroom, Josh's partner, Josh's housemate, otherwise known as his girlfriend. <laughs> She's, um, uh, yeah, the honesty. Uh, what was it, Bree? On honesty policy. What's an honesty policy? It's literally like you um, go up at the end and tell them what you had. Okay. Yeah. So the honesty, I guess, could be you could say you could not tell them that you had bacon. And when so you when did. they come out of it, when they take your order, what do they what do they do? They put it down to obviously organize, like to organize. Do they the write kitchen. it on paper? Do they write it down? Ah, oh, fuck. Who cares? It's a boring story. It's but it's a weird process, like. Yeah. Do they sell it as the honesty system? Maybe that's the whole thing. It's like wrapped in this. We do this system that's like really honest, but really they're fucking keeping track of this shit. Yeah. I'm sure they are. Like it's just a big social experiment. Oh, that's just fraught with annoyance. Have you worked in cafes? Never. I've worked in cafes. And it's all down to Did you ever do that in in Sydney? Bondi Beach. Really? I felt like it was... Because I've always had like a profession. I mean, it's never... Working in a cafe wasn't my goal as a as a fucking a, uh, you know i hadn't done training to do it sure. like i did for my personal training course became yeah. a pt had a studio so the whole thing was a, it was an ego bash for yeah. me i was like i wouldn't do this in my ha- hometown because uh-huh. i'd feel like if someone saw me there and because everyone knows you as well but well, there's no there's you, no shame in it or no, but I know I know there's not, but for some reason, and I don't think like this the as service, much now. Yeah, sure. I felt like that then for me because I'd come out of a job, and then I was I was working on radio, and then I'm now working in a cafe. That's how, how I saw it. How did you 
I guess you could go one of two ways. You either go really um, do a really good job, good job mm. of your job, good job of your job, whatever, mm. um, or you say "fuck, this is all below me," and you get a bit shitty. Where um, did you sit? I definitely didn't think it was below me when I was in terms of doing the actual job. Oh, so, but yeah, probably the wrong use of words. Were you good or did you put in a lot of effort? I think I was good. I think I did what was required. Uh-huh. And it's amazing that in those, I mean, it's not, there's a bit of pressure in some of those roles, but a lot of the time you, you're making toasted sandwiches and stuff. And there's still the all the elements of work, you know, when you work in a big business, yeah. it's like high... What cafe hey, was it? My point of saying this is there's all the same elements of yeah. working in a big business. Pressure, yeah. like people trying to micromanage you, people trying oh, to manage the way you cut a piece of cheese. We were talking about this <laughs> the other day um, when I bought my camera about camera shops. The people that and work. The, yeah, the people that work at them. And, and that's another thing. So the people that are attracted to working in cafes and stuff for extended periods of time, yeah. they're of a certain type. Yeah. And so are the camera shop people. Yeah, the camera shop, like you've got the frustrated creative, you've got the tech geeky one, you've got the student just trying to, you know, have a job and seeing them. And you have all different levels of ages too in that realm. And you can just tell that it doesn't always, doesn't always mix. Mate, I was the personal trainer. You, you, uh, you know, describe a PT that was me. Like I fit, I fit into one of those categories. Yeah. What were you? What was your well, personality describe a like? Personal trainer. Because you didn't know me when I was a personal yeah, trainer. Yeah, a bit cocky. Um, uh, sort of a bit sort of loud alpha. Um, uh, oh, anything's possible if you put your fucking mind to it. A bit of a positive punk that you just want to punch in the face. <laughs> That's probably me. Yeah. Is that is that what you're like? Come I on, don't you, think I was cocky. Can't. Or not even code, just... I know, uh, it's weird. The positive punk that you want to punch in the face is a great explanation <laughs> for a personal trainer. It's true. It, like, fuck, <laughs> like, I just... Because the thing is, any time that you're paying anyone for anything, which is a very hard way to live your life because I just feel a bit... I get a bit funny. Because yeah. I'm like, look, the reality is that you're doing this because I'm yeah. paying you and you're saying the things that will hopefully retain me as a customer. Yeah, I mean, there's that. There's some of those, and there's some that are really passionate about actually helping people, and they're few and far between. But I was definitely young. What you know, you had to mix the business with it as well. Mm-hmm. So you kind of, and then you're getting pissed on the weekend. So you're totally out of alignment yeah. with the product you're selling. I sell health, but then I disregard my health a lot of the time. And I think, and I, I'm glad I'm not in the industry because I like drinking well, beer so, on the weekend. It's. It's gone. It's gotten pretty big as well. The PT industry. Yeah, I did my course when I was seventeen. What organisation did you do? Australian Institute of Fitness. They uh-huh. kind of went out and have come back in. I don't know if they went anywhere, but maybe just more crowded the space. Yeah. But I heard a radio. Yeah, they, they, they do ads and stuff. And yeah. so I heard an ad on the radio as a kid, and I called up. I was I was working for my old man, and then I was like, I need to do something else. What does your dad do again? Landscaper. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I called up, and I was like, you can do a course at seventeen. Uh-huh. So I did it, not knowing anything about the industry and doing the course from start to finish. Eight weeks. How much do you actually know by the end? Fuck all. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. You and I always said like. 
I've mentioned my mum's a yoga teacher and she's had a problem with these quick courses and stuff. Yeah. But which you did. Which I did. But you get your core, you get your degree and then you develop. And then you can get the hands-on knowledge, uh-huh. which is what I did. I started but then in the who gym are floor. The fucking tra- yeah, but the problem is that there's collateral damage because you when you're learning, it's like saying you know, you do this really short course and you become a driver. You're not really good yet, but you'll get there and you're a fucking taxi driver and you're putting everyone else at risk. I guess it's the same. But hey, it's I've got my boat license and I can drive a boat that is f- huge, like yeah. 40 meters long or maybe even more. I can drive almost something that looks not like that a cruise liner <laughs> and I have no idea. Could I legally you, could do you, it. Legally, yeah. Could you... Uh, drive the spirit of Tassie. No, I don't think, no uh, I don't think so. I think there is a, a limit. That would be a limit. But you can't drive commercial vessels. Uh, so, but course. my point is you can if you pay, the, it, pay yeah. and do the course yeah. and you have this Oh, man, there's ability. courses to do everything, right? There's, um, yeah, I have a completely change of topic, which I just thought of. <laughs> Best birthday party you've ever had, <laughs> ever. I've got a... As, like been, as a kid, like which one sticks into your mind? Oh man, I did everything from the go kart party. I was pretty spoiled, I think, yeah. in that way. Like my mum and dad really allowed me to alert, let I'm me sorry. do that. So, jumping castle, yeah, grade seven, um, beach, uh, not beach volleyball, sand, like indoor volleyball. Year seven, on doing sand. A, I feel like you would have been too cool for a jumping castle. Sorry, did I say year seven? Grade seven. I meant seven. Oh, seven. <laughs> seven years old. But have I told you the story about the magician? No. I had a magician to my maybe eighth. Yeah. Mate, I want to find this guy's name and I want to confront him. What happened? What did you do? (laughs) He Uh brought the rabbit. He brought all these tricks and knickknacks and he got me up in front of everyone and he was doing this like um, wand and he'd give Uh me the wand and it would fall fall apart really wonky. And that was the trick. It's like... Oh, when he has it, the wand goes hard. And when I have it, oh, it's limp. It <laughs> sounds so weird. But he gave it to me. I grabbed it. I pressed the end of it. It went hard. What are we talking about again? <laughs> the, the magician's wand. That sounds so fucked up. But it was one of those things. You press the end of the wand and it... <laughs> but here's the thing. So I fooled him and I worked out how to do his little magic trick. <laughs> and he, gra- he grabbed my hand so hard. Ow. And he squeezed. I'm squeezing Josh's yeah. hand right now. Oh, he's doing he squeezed my hand. He said, don't you ever fucking do that. No, maybe not said fuck. He said, don't you do that again. <laughs> and I, I was so distraught. You would be. What a punk. But, no, you're a punk too. <laughs> yeah. Because he was probably like, like the thing is that if you were the same age, you would have out alphaed him. Like you would have been mean to him. So he was yeah. sort of, the only thing that he had was that he was 35 and you were eight. <laughs> but the, um, we, we actually had jumping castles in year 12 oh, yeah. as like a going away. Did you, what was your muck up? To, oh, I didn't finish school, mm. mate. Sorry to bring it up. Where, did you go to the muck up, to anyone else's nah, muck up nah, day? Nah, nah. You weren't like a toolie type of deal? No, nah, I was working. Well, yeah. You would have, man, you've been working making for a long money, time. making coin. The um, it's the reason you can have breakfasts in the morning. <laughs> the jumping castle mm. at uh, Muck Up Day, they uh, 
to be you need basically adult like ones that can work with adults right because it's like you're heavy you're heavy and all that sort of thing yeah the thing is that the only jumping castles for adults that they had at the place they rented from had big cocks on them like inflated (laughs) cocks so so they actually if you looked on the side you could see that they had like roped the cock down so you couldn't see it and obviously it was discounted (laughs) well you would think so but yeah i thought that was really funny as a last i went to a friend's 18th birthday party yeah at this club and i knew what the club was Mm-hmm. And most people there didn't know what the club was. What was it? When? Where was it? What sort of? It's summer? on. Um, it's on St Kilda Road. Yeah, uh, Nepean Highway, and it's like a big silver building. Yeah, and dark windows. Looks like a nightclub. Yeah, it's a sex club. Really? It's like a swingers leather BD, BDSM. Why can't you say leather? Leather. 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 BDSM. So, like, here's the thing. My friends' parents knew the owners of the club really and could you tell did it have a smell well my brother had told me about it uh-huh. growing up how what's the age difference between you yeah, and your four and eight between middle and older eldest wait so eight years difference yeah, and older. In okay. the older so he told me because his mate went there yeah and i could the, he told me details about what goes on in there so i knew all this stuff as a kid you'd really I, look around wouldn't you and I, and I went in and i asked one of the bouncers in there i was like Oh, so what's this place normally? <laughs> just prodding a bit. Oh, he, it's just he a grabbed club. you and he said, "You know," and it was the magician. I touched his wand. <laughs> <laughs> no, but on the wall were like obviously frames being, that were hung up that had been taken down. So there's like things where you could tell like that there was meant to be lots, lots of images on the wall, and I could imagine what the images were. How um. What what has been the biggest shock going from being a young adult to an adult? Like, what has shocked you the most about adulthood? Having to pay GST. <laughs> <laughs> like, as in your um, your bass and all that yeah. sort of shit. Like, doing it as a company. Fuck that. Sort of annoying. Yeah, tax is interesting, isn't it? You don't really think about tax much as a kid. No. no I mean, admittedly, I was into it. Because I had to be, because I had my own business from really young. Yeah. And so... But when you're young versus now is such a different oh, game, yeah. right? Like when you're young, I was just the loosest unit going around. Mm. Um, just like had no idea. I had no sense of what like, what it all meant. And yeah. I still feel like I'm only scratching the surface. Yeah. Well, and, and I remember doing it all on paper. Now there's programs... Like the evolution of technology has yeah. made, made it simpler, I think. Uh-huh. Like I couldn't be fucked writing out and going through receipt books and looking surely at numbers. We're gonna, surely we're going to get to a point where we just don't need receipts at all, that it's all like, you think if you're doing a fucking credit card purchase, surely they can attach that receipt to it. Mm. Like why even have a receipt? I know. Well, if you've made the purchase into your credit card or your account, you should it, still... there is a transaction record. Yeah. So technically you shouldn't need to keep anything. Yeah. But then You need to have a receipt though, right? I, I keep oh, receipt for all that it's, shit. It's, I've st- yeah, I take photos of everything now and then yeah. throw them out. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, it's I paid, I, I just turned on Apple Pay, like with, with my oh, with ING, ING for my iPhone. And you're loving it or what's the... Yeah, it's amazing. Like The do- watch, I still get people, like when I use the Apple Watch, 
I always get smart-ass comments and I like I just say, yeah, it's the fu- the future's now. <laughs> so you press one button. Yeah. Turns on your... I press, press um, a double tap. Yeah. And now you can pay. And now I can pay. So it's got a little photo. It's got a little image of your card. Yeah. Does it say your number there? Can you see? Uh, your... You see like the last four digits, I'm guessing. Yeah. And then you just hold your watch on the thing. Yeah. And... But what I was thinking is it's like that novelty would have existed with just other currencies, right? Like when they went from coins to having notes... Was it was there only co- coins? That sounds dumb of me. But was there only oh, maybe a time not. that was just? Maybe I'm wrong. But I, I would have assumed that like it well, would have started with gold and, so, yeah, and yeah, silver yeah, yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah. And then they would have been like, oh fuck it, let's like let's have paper which references that. Yeah. And so there would have been people going, "What do you got there?" Like the fascination. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's I, like oh, this is the. It's like when you get a first ten dollar, like the new ten dollar note. Yeah. Um. I showed. I was fascinated when you first did it. Yeah, it do, it feels like I feel like a wanker when I do it. But my, I remember you clear the floor. You stand back, <laughs> exactly. everybody. <laughs> I do make a big deal. The annoying thing is doing it in drive through. You nearly dislocate your fucking arm trying to reach. It's <laughs> have just you, like, it's not have you taken off your watch yet to reach over to do it? <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. The um, oh, when I was buying something the other other day, I used a card that I never use. I didn't have the pin. And yeah, do you, yeah. how quickly do you, um, like, can you get into a hot sweats quickly? Like, do you ever get into a point where Flusted. it's like, I feel this, I feel like that I've, I get it in a big way. What if you I were just, in, like, in the queue and then you. Like, so I was there, I'd been spending, I'd been like going back and forth on price and trying to squeeze, which I hadn't done for such a long time, but it was a decent sized purchase. So I wanted to get the best price. And, um, it came to pay and I hadn't used the card in like forever. And um, yeah, I put in the thing and said, oh, sorry, that pin wasn't right. I'm like, oh, okay. And then you just like... So, like what were you worried? What's going through your head? Well, I'm just like, if I can't, after all of that, if I can't walk away here with the camera, I'm going to be so pissed. And I just felt that it was... A, it's the same equivalent. It's the same feeling as you're on the plane going overseas and you realize you forgot to call the bank. Mm. which you were talking about yesterday it's uh, yeah i mean you have a bit of leeway but that, mm. like that's constructing your head about that yeah or because you could have got it somehow called somebody gone to the bank i was yeah. like when yeah you, I, it, it worked out it worked but it was with Citibank, and they don't have fucking banks around online banks yeah but um the what sort of what was the amount oh actually here's one how much how much did your parents spend on you as a kid for like Chris, uh, for birthdays, Christmases. I can't remember because it, it would have changed. Like, remember, fifty bucks ten years ago was of uh, 20 years ago was yeah. a lot different than mm-hmm. now. What did your parents teach you about money? <clears throat> what was their relationship with money? How did they speak about it? I think they had a good relationship, but but I the honest thing is I can't remember. Maybe and so that might mean that I didn't. We weren't. You were a, a bit sort of shaded by it, like you but were. I always like. My mom used to help me with my tax stuff, and mm-hmm. so she had an understanding. My dad knew numbers. He, you know, I saw, used to watch him quoting jobs and using like this big. Oh, really? Print out. It's almost like a receipt, like a. It looks like a, a receipt machine with yeah. a calculator, to, and so it's spitting out the How equations. Wow! And he would do that to quote jobs because I'm sure. Was it know, residential doing, or commercial landscaping? Everything. Yeah. But, you know, so he knows a lot about plants. He's a genius. Really, plants. 
You don't really have many plans at your house, do you? you? My dad, my parents' place, like my family home. Fuck that. So he would be able to sick. tell us a bit about plants. Can he get good prices on plants? I'm getting. Well, a bit... you can get um, wholesale. Wholesale on some stuff. Indoor but like, plants, ga- but anyway. guard um, inter- in- indoor plants. Uh-huh. I don't think so. There's so many competing wholesale warehouses yeah, sure. now that they just rock up. Ho- wholesale warehouse. What the fuck? It's not wholesale. Like it's for everybody then. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. like a selling point. It's the same with discount clothes warehouses. It's just. They're selling clothes. Yeah, it's always. I find that the saddest sale I've ever been to was the <laughs> Dick Smith sale because they literally they had into, liquidation. Yeah. yeah, administration or whatever. They had the saddest. It sale. was the, seriously the sad. The they didn't have. Um, they weren't wearing uniforms. And it probably was like temp staff that just came in that was sort of part of the administrators to come in and sort it all out, um, or hired through them. But they. Uh, they were just selling everything. Like they were selling the security beepers at the front. They had prices on them. No. The shelves. Wait, which one was this? This was um, this would have been Hawthorne. And um, I was just like, oh, I, I went in there to actually find if they had something, right? Like, oh, have you got, I'm looking after this, looking for this cable. And they literally just had like old iPhone cases and like bits, like shelving and shit. Like it was really sad. Shit. How, I, how long was the sale on for? Like, obviously. I don't know. I I would have gotten the tail end. It was probably like the last day. Oh, that was the other thing. <laughs> Got the most depressing. No, how about this? No lights on. <laughs> it was dark. No, it was fucking on. dark. I swear, it was dark. I don't know like what the deal was, but um, I think they had like a temp light up that they must have like patched <laughs> out. But they'd been cut off. Power was gone. They were yeah, feeding. Well, I guess they're like, door. okay, we need to do this at the cheapest thing possible. It, it would be sad. Sad time yeah. for a business. Yeah. Did you know Dick Smith was selling, um, what was it, cheese? Really? I'm pretty sure at one point. At the elect- at, at Dick Smith Electronics or just Dick Smith? Yeah, Dick, um, Dick Cheese. <laughs> that was Dick Cheese. Oh, that's what you doing. Yeah, he's, <laughs> no, he's done honestly, everything. They did, what they, um, did Dick, Dick Smith? Dick Heads? Well, so, that was Dick, so the thing is Dick Smith, I think, sold that whole Dick Smith Electronics brand years ago. Mm. And so then he'd been into all the Australian made shit, like the Australian made Tim Tams. Mm, oh, that's right. Um, the, the peanut butter is pretty good. Uh, I still, I still get that. Man, why don't we have uh, peanut butter, like chocolate and peanut butter, as a real thing in Australia? Like, what do you mean? In the states, it's like so common that if anywhere you go, you can get chocolate and peanut butter together. Yeah, and then uh, and jelly. So the chocolate. Yeah, that that butter. as well, like peanut butter and jelly, but. Peanut butter and chocolate. Like, why do why in Australia don't we have peanut butter M and M's? That is a good point. Do you know I tried to um uh, I went through this stage of really craving um, pop tarts. Had never had them before. At what age? Twenty two. Your mum was what? Just no. depriving you of? No. Well, I just never. I couldn't. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, there was just never a thing, right? But the thing is. I contacted USA Foods, um, which is near Harp's office, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they said, "Oh, you can't. Um, we can't import them because there was cow hide that's used in the product, like the gelatiny type Ooh. stuff." So I went on this big thing. I'm like, I don't know if that's right. So I was like calling like customs, like I was doing all of this research to go to them. Like, you guys are wrong. You can get them. 
and I remember I found a um, there's a place in Melbourne Central who must have been just importing them illegally or Yolo. they just didn't give a shit. And uh, I had them and it was just such a disappointment. What, what ones? I can't remember which one, but they sat in the... They they just sat in our um, cupboard, just didn't... Mate, I was obsessed with them. You know you can buy in the supermarket now. Re- in the Coles, Australian one. Coles supermarket. Really? In the, in the fucking aisle where the um, cereal is. You can buy like three or four or five different varieties. Mm. I just but don't they like don't the, sell the marshmallow the, ones. And the thing is that because that's all the shit that's like cancerous or whatever. That's an interesting thing about California. All the everything's going to fucking cause you cancer, and they have to put it on all those signs. You know, like you go I into a, if you go to a bar, it will say this um, uh, this venue has um, carcinogenic material. Blah blah blah. Same at Disneyland and shit. They've got these signs really? everywhere. It's like regular. And so if you've got alcohol, there's some studies that say, say that there's, they cause. It's a real cancer. thing with Disneyland. Um, I, and I met a guy who just recently who has a bunch of young kids and he goes to Disneyland without doubt every single year. It's a thing Fuck. that he's like, he, got, he got excited telling me about it. This was a grown man. And he's getting excited. I know about people that are, uh, yeah, I've got some uh, American friends who they they uh, live in San Diego and they have um, a, uh, a annual pass and they just go up and they've got the fucking custom ears and shit with their name on it, which is fine. You've and they're been? like, Seri- I haven't been. I've been, yeah, I've done Disney World, Disneyland, and Brie was really into um, theme parks. And it wasn't until our last Disney World, probably two years ago, where I was just like, this is so fucked. And Bree's like, yeah, it was. And the annoying thing was, like, we could have gone to fucking Cuba. Awesome experience. No, not many people had, had sort of, like, the, hadn't opened up to the US at oh, that yeah, point. Yeah. Could have done that. Instead, we spent, we would have spent like over 1500 bucks on tickets for all the different, like, theme parks. Oh, I. Yeah. I guess it's a memory. Tell me it's, about the I mean, smell. Yeah, being the punched in the face of... is a memory as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they have like a they have uh, this like uh, specific smell that they'll pump throughout the place. What is which it? Is like, what is it? It smells like. Um, I think it's similar. I think they have this as well, but this is like the main smell that I sort of remember. You know those like sugary nuts that you can get in new york or whatever oh, you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. Cookie, they're like cooking in um vats of uh, like big pa- big yeah. like deep pans or something yeah like wok smells almost, like that. and they're roasting up yeah. with sugar on top yeah mm, they, that smells good yeah. but yeah so but it's just disney world disneyland like all the worst people are there <laughs> the but you do have the the one bit where it's like you see people who are sick who is like this uh-huh. is there but my thing is the last place if i'm in a fucking wheelchair and i'm sick the last thing and maybe that's my privilege right the last thing i want though is to fucking have all these annoying fuckers around me and waiting in line for shit um but you know if it's magical for some people and that's like their wish then that's great yeah Um, i think think doing them if you've never done a theme park go doing anything once is worthwhile yeah. going like there's no point even listening to me like go to disney world go to disneyland and have that experience you might decide that you love it but for me um roller coasters and all that sort of shit like 
the the standard roller coasters are fine but the ones where there's more motion to it it's like i'm literally like going on a ride trying not to vomit for a few minutes are you one of those dudes that would vomit on a ride i have i've never vomited but i've felt really sick do you get seasick yes really bad Shit. i vomited all the way to tassie this was really years ago. Yeah. yeah and so what are you gonna do are you gonna go on boats while you're overseas yeah we'll just take Travicam. but the thing is you don't take the fucking all natural ginger one it's bullshit it's not doing shit for you it's like that is the definition of a placebo that doesn't fucking work yeah. Like if you take if you take ginger and you don't get seasick, you don't fucking get seasick. <laughs> because like and even mum said I remember when I was getting Brie and I recently went to Perth and we were going to um uh what's the island? Uh Rotness Rotness yeah. Island. And um I said, Oh, I'll just get these ones and Brie said, You know they're ginger. I'm like, Oh, that'll be fine and Brie's like, um, your mum wouldn't agree. I think that she, and sure enough, uh mum's right. It was, um, we were like, Brie and I were both like sitting on the boat, chewing them, like mm. <laughs> doing that, those like breathe, breaths that you do when you're like trying not oh, to. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> with your mouth watering? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's, like it's a bit, <laughs> yeah, you feel it. Anyway, um, there's another episode of the Daily Talk Show. It's hot. I'm getting sweaty. We need yeah, to turn, we need the, air turn the aircon on. But um, what are you thinking of the format? Like, let's just have a quick retro. We. Do you think that this one worked okay? Yeah. It wasn't too boring, was it? It was like, I feel quite low energy today, maybe. But um, I think there was some interesting stuff there. I think the discovery of a conversation is what we're doing. Yeah. Is where does it go? What? what, Where did we start? I can't even remember. That's the thing. You're 30 minutes in and you forget everything you've just spoken of. We talked about um, my birthday. Oh, yeah. The magic wand. (laughs) Touching the end of the morning. <laughs> it's outrageous, isn't it? Anyway, um, yeah. subscribe to the podcast, yeah. the dailytalkshow.com. And we're both on YouTube, Tommy's YouTube.com forward slash Tommy Jacket. Forward slash Josh Jansen. And uh, the dailytalkshow.com for all the uh, previous episodes. And we're on Instagram with the same name. Thanks, guys. See Have you. a good one. See you Bye-bye. next episode. Number 10 coming Happy up. Happy Friday.